A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. Uh, I'm John Norman, alongside me, Steve Harmison, looking back at, uh, well, um, plenty of action from day three at Gaul. Uh, surprisingly, considering the weather forecast and the uh, timidity of the Sri Lankan batting, we do have uh, nearly 90 overs of action to reflect on. So uh, uh, thanks for listening. This is the following on podcast. So if you're listening, you uh, know by now, I would have thought that Joe Root top scored. He continued pretty much where he left off. 168 uh, unbeaten overnight. Well, he added 60 to that, ending up 228. Last man out, holding out. Um, What a knock that was. Joss Butler accompanied him on his way. He scored 30 before uh, two wickets and two balls. Uh, Just gave uh, Mickey Arthur something to celebrate. Um, Dominic Best was run out for a duck. Jack Leach uh, burnt a review. He was out for four, Wood for two. And as I say, Joe Root, last man out. But when Sri Lanka came into bat, uh, 286 runs behind, a much better effort second time around. Century partnership uh, before Pereira was dismissed. Another terrible delivery, actually. I don't know. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's something that England need to think about. How many bad balls have got wickets? He cut a long hop to deep point for 62. Mendis averted being called Olympics for the rest of his career. Uh, came in with four ducks, but didn't walk off with four ducks. He scored 15, but Tiramane dropped at the gully, in the gully on 51. He's still there, 76, with a night watchman alongside him. Plenty to discuss with Steve Harmison. So let's get on with it with Story of the Day. Story of the Day. So, Harmy, how are you doing? Hope all's well. You're back up north. Uh, I'm still down south. I was uh, had an outside hope that I might have two days off. Now I'm praying I have one day off my wedding anniversary on Monday. So uh, come on, England. Take those eight wickets very quickly on day four. And uh, whatever run chase you may or may not get, will through it. Now, I'll be feeling a lot happier. This is uh, uh, my story of the day. I'm going to start off. I'm not going to talk about Joe Root, but I'll be feeling a lot happier today. Um, if England's spinners had uh, had a little bit more control in that uh, second innings. It seemed to me um, some turn from day one, but the lack of maidens 
uh, the lack of scoreboard pressure. When you consider where England are off to after this Sri Lanka series, live and exclusively on TalkSport 2, is that some concern for England? Or will the overs under the belt in this test match uh, serve them well when they uh, face tougher examinations uh, in February and March? Well, last night I said, you know, well, last night I said, would England potentially declare luck to do what they would do in a warm-up game and, and try and get another hit in another innings? It wasn't being sort of arrogant or anything like that, thinking, you know, this game's over. But England, you know, they've got the bigger, the bigger game, the bigger series on the horizon. And I actually don't think this is a bad thing for England. I actually think it's a very good day for England. Um, and it sounds sounds stupid, really, because England have had with the ball an inconsistent day. But as a spinner, and you know, you have to have a rhythm to your bowling. You have to have a little bit of continuity to your bowling. You have to have overs under your belt. You know, trying things. You know, working on lengths. What lengths are good lengths on this sort of pitch? What lengths is good against a right-handed batsman with it? Yeah, short reach or a long reach, a big tall batsman, long reach, left and right hand. All this thing comes with bowling. And I actually think this will stand England in good stead. I think it's important now that these two spinners are stuck with and if they're going to play another spinner or they're contemplating giving somebody else a game, then they might play a third spinner in the second test match in goal and give them, you know, give them a, another good ball. Because I think looking forward, you know, it's so important that by the time they get to Chennai, Bess and Leach, they're at their absolute best because if they're not and the bowl like they have done in this test match, and I'm saying in this test match, the bowl a team out for 135 in a test match. But like you mentioned before, a rank long hop got rid of uh, Pereira. You know, Don Best got four wickets, three or four wickets for rank long hops against India's top border batsmen and bowling at Kohli and Rahani and Rohit Sharma and all these lot. They get smashed. They get smashed. So I think it's a good thing for England that They've stuck it out in the field. It's a good thing that they've spent 90 overs in the field. Joe Root's had a bit of a bowl. Arguably our most consistent spinner, to be fair. He's six overs for 10. He's probably our you know, best line and length spin bowler. So I think it's not a bad thing that England do spend another day in the field, potentially another day in the field, tomorrow, half a day in the field tomorrow. And if they have to go and try and knock off 70 or 80, well, the new the top order batsman and Crawley and Sibley get a, a hit and fingers crossed England win because Joe Root... Him, magnificent 200 what a start for 2021 just listen to his interview talking to Simon Dool it was a brilliant interview very open and honest saying he was you know he, a lean spell was you know was was what he had in 2020 he worked on a few things and that's the that's the beauty about it he's a seventh ranked batsman in, in, in English cricket now from run scoring point of view. Jimmy Anderson talks about working on things. He's got 600 wickets. So does Stuart Broad. And that's the mentality that these great players have got. They're trying and striving to get better. And fingers crossed that 200 is going to stand. Joe Root in good stead with his captaincy for 17 or 18 test matches. That's going to come in 2021. Uh, yeah, he will get stiffer examinations for sure. But let's talk about Joe Root because... Um, I mean, if you just take the the scorecard across both both innings, you know, there's his whopping 228. There's a, there's a three fifties, uh, one of them unbeaten. Tiramane might join him actually. That'd be a huge innings for him, by the way. If he can go past yeah. 100, he shouldn't be in this Test match. He's only in it um, because Karuna Ratney got injured. And actually, there's a, there's a lot of people who don't feel he should be given the opportunities because he's played best part of 40 Tests. He's got an average in the low 20s, I believe. But in terms of that innings uh, for Joe Root, um, you know, we talked yesterday about the uh, how just how adept he is 
against spin. But let's talk about him coming into this match. You're talking about the work he's done. We kind of made, I made mention of it yesterday, but how much does it take out of you? I mean, you've worked and been worked under a lot of test captains. How much does it take out of you? England playing 17 tests this year. They must have played the best part of 12 or 13 yesterday, uh, last year. Joe Root would have been captain for all of them. He played, uh, didn't play much one day cricket because it was separate teams, but, you know, he's travelling around. How much does it take out of you? And how much do you think that innings is just symptomatic or just points to the fact that he came into this test match after having a bit of a break? Yeah, he's had the longest break, arguably the longest break he's had in, in a long time. Um, leading into a, a test match series where he's got time pr- to prepare. Gone are the days of, I think, of the likes of Gooch and Atherton and Stewart and possibly to a st- lesser extent, we've seen at the start of their career, where the captain was the guy who helped ch- helped choose uh, choose hotels, helped choose training facilities, make sure kits sorted, everything like that. Gone are the days of that. He, he doesn't have anything like that to worry about now, Joe. I think he's off the field England have got more support staff than they have got players on some tours. So I think from that point of view, he's helped out. He'll still have in the back of his mind the idea and selections and idea of what people are doing and how people are playing and how his brand of cricket, his team wants to play. Um, and the final points of, well, we get the squad from 16 down to 12 and who misses out? And I've got to have a conversation with the players that aren't playing because potentially in two test matches time, I've got to disappoint somebody now, but I will need them on my side to come and, and really help. So that he'll have all that in his mind when it comes to to, to, to to on tour and in, in the bubble of, of, of the test match series. But before the test match series, he's had a lot of time just to work on things. And he says he's worked by himself on on a different trigger, you know, a slightly a better trigger, which gives him more balance at the crease and more balance at the point of release for when the bowlers the bowlers um, releasing the ball. He's in a good position. Talk to I talked two days ago about his ability to transfer weight of going right the way forward and all the way back to use the depth of his crease to manipulate the to manipulate the strike, get ones, but also get the fielder in position so he can really then. When he needs to hit the full the full shot or the big shot, then he's in a good position to do so. So that will give him confidence on how what he's worked on to now get in the fruition of a double hundred under his belt. So he now has to me, really move forward into thinking, right, this is Sri Lanka. You know, what do I need to do to take it on the next level when I go to India? Because you know, you, your trigger movement is is only as good as the bowlers that you're playing against. All of a sudden, if that trigger movement is very, very good, you know, we're talking about subcontinent and bow and spin, he's then got to go away and think of what it's going to be like in England when the ball's moving sideways as opposed to not bouncing at all. And then when it's, you know, when the quicker bowlers or the better bowlers are bowling at him. So all that will be, you know, will will come into his his thought process on his practice. But I think the, the huge amount of confidence he's going to give himself after he's had his ice bath, when he's having his tea tonight, He's got his first innings out of the way and thinking, right, the training I did and mental preparation I did and the time I've had off to rejuvenate Joe Root before this test series is something that has been so invaluable taking me forward. And it's something that is going to have to happen, you know, more often than not when it comes to, you know, when the, when the times are struggling again. And what about Sri Lanka? Because watching them back today, I was thinking, how is this not a draw? You know, it's... Um... <laughs> It really, they, sh- they certainly shouldn't have lost it. And they may still draw it. You, you, you just don't know. They've got players 
who have performed heroic deeds in the past and they may well go on to do so on day four, maybe a bit of rain on day five as well. But um, from a bowling perspective, I was surprised yesterday that Fernando didn't bowl more. Um, England looked so comfortable against spin on occasion um, and he came back and bowled two absolute beauts to dismiss Joss Butler and Sam Curran. Then when they came out to bat, um, again, just they just seemed, they almost seemed like the, they were the visiting team. You know, it takes a while for teams to acclimatise. It's almost like they were the visiting teams and now they've kind of got to grips with conditions that they should have been absolutely familiar with. And actually, at the end of day, day three, there is a chance they could go on to save this test match. It would still take a big effort, but they were scoring runs at good rate. Um, neither Leach nor Bess were offering the control that Root would have wanted. Broad and Curran um, and Wood bowled gamely. Um, not sh- I still can't quite... I still don't quite understand why... I do understand why Sam Curran has taken the new ball, but I wouldn't mind seeing Mark Wood thrown it in that second innings. I know Curran got the wicket. But um, a disjointed-looking England side, Sri Lanka showed today that they do still have what would be outside hope of saving this Test match, and you can see why. Yeah, I thought the bad. I thought the bad. A lot. <laughs> it couldn't get any worse for them than what they had in the first innings. I thought a lot of more thought process. Um, I thought the they rotated the strike better. Um, England, I think England only bowled one or two maidens in that in that in that period of that middle section period. I think when you look down at the figures, with 33 overs between the two spinners in Bess and Leach, and there's only four maidens in there, and that tells you a lot about how how well Sri Lanka have, have, have rotated the strike and and put the pressure back on the bowlers because they didn't do that in the first innings. Their their outshot in that first innings was if they got if they got a ball that was instead of you know working it in the leg side for one or hitting it through extra cover or dropping their hands and trying to get it past the infield for one, it seemed to be crash bang wallop. It looked as though they were trying to play you know a one day format of the game. And the bad balls when you're in that sometimes if you look at I look at some like Adil Rashid, for instance, playing one day cricket. Some of the wicket, some of, a lot of the wickets he's getting in in uh, in one day national cricket in recent times are from bad balls. And I think some of the bad balls that were bowled in that first innings ended up in wickets, especially for Don Best. So I think they learnt from that first innings. I don't think they could have played any better. Grant Flowers being you know scathing with his analytic view of what. What happened in the, the, as the as the batting coach of Sri Lanka said it was the worst performance he'd ever seen by a Test team. So I think on that aspect they had to come out and play a bit better. Their defence was a lot more solid. They moved the ball, rotated the strike well, and all of a sudden, if you watched England's fielding, England's fielding then got a little bit more sort of deeper and deeper as opposed to the men round the bat. Because when you get men round the bat, you can put real pressure on on the batsman, and then the batsmen decide well the out shots the big shot. Well. When they did that in the first innings, they got out. So I think they've learned a hell of a lot. And you know, I don't think England bowl as consistently as what as what they would like to have. But like I said before, it's not a bad thing that this is going to go into another deer and another deer. I thought the telling point, the changing point on it was when they changed the ball. They got the ball changed. And when you change, the reason why as a bowler, and speaking from experience, you want to change a cricket ball is because if the ball goes out of shape, it's not because of that the, the shape's gone that you want the ball changed. The, ball, the ball's going to have shape because it's gone soft, and if it goes soft, there's just not happen, nothing happening, especially in these this sort of subcontinent wickets. So, I think that give Leach a little bit more purchase and bounce when he 
when he actually got this different ball and there was an element of reverse swing that we hadn't seen because the ball was the ball the new ball had become from a, a briefcase box which was dry and you know the ball that would be involved England had bowled with for 30 odd overs was a damp ball it was a wet ball because of all the rain that was going around so it was a little bit an element of reverse swing and a little doubt that you put in the batsman's mind all of a sudden there's indifferent foot movement and with indifferent foot movement, you get a little bit of indifferent batsman. And Jack Leach got somebody, got the batsman, he got uh, Mendes just to hang on the crease a little bit and he, he, the ball bounced, got the edge and it was a good catch by a butler. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Moment of the day. Moment of the day uh, for me, Harmy, was uh, the scene that greeted Kusal Mendes as he walked to the crease because, you know, cricket is about the stories within the story, isn't it? And, and it was a nice touch. He'd been peppered at short leg by Joe Root the day before. Joe Root gave him a bit of a fist bump, not just because of that, but also because Mendes was walking to the crease with Audi as his nickname, four ducks <laughs> in the row in test cricket. He wasn't going to become the Olympian, was he? Uh, but it was really nervy for a while. All the fielders were in. Um, he, 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 he picked out the fielder on three occasions and then finally got off the mark. And I remember as a kid, one of my favourite moments watching England was Pat Pocock raising his bat uh, when he managed to get a run against that great West Indies side. And Alan Lamb was at the other end. He was 96, not out. And there's Pat Pocock taking the applause. As a kid, that was just classic. No crowd there today, of course. And Kuzumendis is a, a batsman, so he's not really going to do that. But you couldn't help but uh, 
feel pleased for the guy just to get that single. Exactly. Absolutely. You don't want to see it. It's horrible when you see somebody who is having a real, real struggle um, being there many times as a player. It, speaking from experience, you just think, well, you know, everything that possibly can go wrong is going wrong. Um, so to get off the mark the way he did, and there was a little wry smile when I think Johnny Best, I was at short leg, just mentioned, I think just mentioned to him, I think he probably said to him, well, you're still out, you know, you, you're not quite Olympic, but Audi's good enough for us sort of thing. So there'll be a lot of gamesmanship, a lot of chat in there. Um, but I know my moment of the day, and we've talked in Wax Lyrical about how good a player he is and what a world-class star he is. If England have any chance of beating India, Australia, India, India, Australia, they need their captain and their captain got a double hundred. And when you talk about players in, in, in the world game, you talk about class, you know, Joe Root for me is, is that, he is class. And for somebody who didn't score 120, 20, who gets a lot, who gets a lot of stick for getting fifties, but not hundreds. You want your captain to go and lead by example. He got 200, the raise near the bat. He carried his bat all the way through to the last man out. So for me, my moment of the day is England captain getting the double century. Lol of the day. Well, my laugh out loud moment of the day was when um, Pereira got hit on the hand by Mark Wood. The physio, physio comes out, takes his glove off, and he's shaking his glove like you'd not believe. And then he strapped his hand. It was like a cast on his hand. And they were like, Wow, what is going on here? He's not going to get be able to get his glove on here. I was thinking, are they trying to buy time? And I actually thought it might be a good get a, a gamesmanship by the batsman trying to buy time. And then, as he was trying to like wrestle with his hand to get his glove on, he faced about two balls, waved to the physio, and I thought, ah, this is the typical, it's a typical football that gets his ankle strapped and he he can't feel his foot. He's got to take it, the strap off. Now, physio comes back on and he actually puts more tape on to the hand, which has just been belted. So I actually thought he wasn't, I thought he was going to take his glove off and just bat with bare fingers with, with the tape on his hand because he couldn't get his glove on. So I thought that was quite a, quite a funny moment for anybody that's tried to, you know, try to put a, a pair of gloves on. You want as much movement as you possibly can. But, but I thought Pereira decided that he was going to have, uh, he was going to have less movement because he's, uh, he's, he's, his hand was smart. And so I think it was also a physio who has never played cricket before. Well, OJ Simpson, he's got a new nickname, hasn't he? Couldn't get the glove. <laughs> what is going to happen tomorrow? So what's going to happen on day four, Harmy? Um, I'm praying for eight wickets in an England win, as I mentioned at the start of the show. But Sri Lanka's show today, you know, they've still got, what, 25 overs until the new ball. Um, so if they can survive that, maybe just losing the uh, the night watchman, Tiramana goes past 100. But Shandamal... He doesn't bat particularly quickly. Matthews, uh, vast experience there, of course. You know, Sri Lanka could could add 100 to that, losing just a one or the two. Suddenly, not only have they taken time out of the game, it'll be England who will be getting a little bit nervy. Yeah, I would imagine so. I think England would get nervy if 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 you got to you know, 25 overs before the new ball and 15 overs after the new ball. So you're looking at 40 overs into the piece. If Chandamal and Matthews, for instance, are still there, or even one of them not even in yet. And all of a sudden, I think England then will be looking at it and thinking, right, we might have to chase 200, 220 here on a turn and pitch, which, you know, that'll not, that'll not sit well with England. So I, I still think in this game, that's gone 135 all out. 
Um, England got 421. You know, even though Sri Lanka 156 for two, I still think one brings two, two brings a collapse. And I still think, you know, on this sort of service, you know, the class batsman has shown in route really. I think you've only really got Matthews. I don't put Chandamala in that category. I think he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. I think he could score hundreds. But I think the danger man for England is Matthews. Not only does he bat for a long time, he bats big. Bats big. So England will want to see the back of, of Angela Matthews. And I think if they do that in and around the new ball time, then I think you know they should be able to look after the rest. Because like what we've seen with England's, England's teal, uh, when the ball's turning, the spin goes, you know, but the, the, the tail gets wrapped up very, very quickly. So be huge new ball for England, but they've got 25 overs to, to really make inroads and hopefully get one of the experienced players in and out for England to have a good day tomorrow. Brilliant stuff, Harmy. I love that. We'll chat again tomorrow to look back at exactly what has happened on day four in Gaul um, in the first test match between England and Sri Lanka. You're listening to the following on podcast. Thanks for joining us. You can listen on ACAR, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And we'll be back after day four. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.